have you ever have you ever gone to a neighbor's house and borrowed a cup of flour? Anything like that? I not, have not like at this house or anything, but just in general. I have borrowed um, bowls and forks. What? Really? Yeah. I um, when I first moved in to a place in Boise, I did not have <laughs> anything with Whoa. me, uh, and I can't remember why exactly, but. Uh, had to go, so I went to Albertsons down the street, and I just wanted spaghetti, something easy, you know. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. realized I didn't have a pot either, so I bought, that's where I got my big (laughs) stock pot, is I bought it that night. Oh, man. From a grocery store? Yep. Oh, boy. It's super (laughs) cheap. It was like, it was like $12, though. Oh, wow. And it's a... It's not bad. It's like a 10-gallon stock pot. (laughs) nice I need to get maybe five five gallon actually yeah 10 seems like an 10's a bit high lot. yeah <laughs> that's an aquarium buddy um then i yeah maybe two and a half gallon um <laughs> definitely bigger than a, definitely bigger than a, definitely two gallons at least um is it is it bigger than a bread box i don't know what a bread box is yeah nobody does that's a stupid question i don't know why 20 questions always goes to that <laughs> Eventually, they changed it to like loaf of bread, and it's like, oh, thank you. Oh, but for yeah. a while, it was bread box. You Weird. know, is it bigger than a bread box? And you're like, I don't shit. I don't know. I don't know. What that yeah. depends on the loaf of bread. I mean, is it ciabatta? Is, is it, it right? sandwich loaf? Yeah. Is it baguette? You're a whole damn sourdough in there. That's a that's a box. That's a whole like other thing, box. man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, so that was a trick question you passed. Go yeah. On. Okay. Um. Yeah. And uh, so I bought that noodles and sauce. Um. I walked home with, I didn't have a backpack or anything, so I just walked home, put the noodles and sauce in the new stock pot and just carried that home. Nice. Got home, made the pasta and realized I didn't have any utensils or anything to eat it out of. Oh, no. So I went downstairs and knocked on my downstairs neighbor's door and was like, "Um, do you have a fork and a bowl? And she was like, yeah, do you want to keep these? Do you need? Are you? Do you need help? Yeah, like you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah, it just it speaks to the speaks to the generosity of people. She turned out to be really cool. So nice. That was a good good introduction. Yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, they say it's a they say it's a trick at parties. You know, if you want somebody to like you, you just have them do a small favor for you. You ever done that? Uh uh-uh. uh you have you heard about this? It's a social sciences thing. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Enlighten yeah, me. It's it's a tactic to employ like if i'm in full social mode um i'll do this sort of stuff kind of like accidentally it's like i've been doing this for a long time but then i found out that that's actually like a known tactic and i'm like huh okay maybe i'm huh anyway but yeah stuff like hey could you hold my drink i need to tie my shoe real quick and Uh. like little things like that if you've just met somebody apparently it makes them like you and trust you like a lot more immediately. <laughs> like, huh. I guess that makes sense. Weird. Yeah. It does make yeah. sense though. It's like you're kind of conveying that you trust them or that you deem them worthy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a sociopath, but like, no, it's, no, it's it, kind of like that. Yeah, it is. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm asking curious. small favors from someone you've met pretty recently is a good way to like gain their trust and respect. I like that. I yeah, I'm gonna try that for sure. 
Except yeah. now I feel like the first time I'm going to do it, it's going to be super forced. So I'm just going to sound awkward as hell. Like, <laughs> Let me think of something completely random for you to do for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Will you get me some ice out of the freezer? <laughs> Please. I mean, it can be really small stuff. Again, I'm not trying to sound like I'm trying to, like, rig the social system. Yeah. But, like, no, it, but, like that's... hey, is there a mosquito on my shoulder? Can you check? And, yeah. like, them just checking to see if there's a mosquito on your back. or Like, if you turn your back to them and present your, your weakness to them and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm exposing my, my vulnerable spots to you. Mm-hmm. And, like, they check your back for mosquitoes and they're like, nope, you're good. You're like, oh, thanks. Ooh, like, that's th- enough. It'd be an easy one to yeah. ask uh, if you have something in your teeth. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Is that, too, is that too much right away? Uh, boy. Uh, reverse it. What If someone did that to you, what would you... What would you do? I mean, I would. I'd think it was pretty funny, and I'd, of course, I'd tell oh. him. Oh, um, yeah, there you go. Do it. But yeah, but I also feel like I'd respond differently to those kinds of things. I mean, I think there's no shame in doing that. It's yeah. just I think you'd have to be. Um, I don't think shy people would do that. Yeah. I think they'd take a more subtle approach. But just being like, "Hey, look at my teeth." Like something about teeth. Uh, they're they're generally hidden. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're going back to the whole primal thing. Uh, I don't know if baring your teeth at someone is, is actually a good, um, that's generally a sign of, of, hmm, viciousness? No, what's yeah. the word? Aggression. Aggression, yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. I like that, though. I like that because that is important, and it shows that, like, you care what they think about you. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's I not like bad. That. I'll give that a pass. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. Do that. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, while and we're... Then, um, Yep. While we're on the topic of of strenuous, well, not strenuous, just simplistic cooking and uh, and having to make do with what you have, <laughs> yeah, spaghetti and noodles and, and the struggles stock of pots. yeah, and the struggles of cooking for yourself and mm-hmm. and just the struggles of living on your own in general. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about a song that I've been listening to this week. Ooh, a song, yeah, hey. um, okay, and. This one's by Sage Francis, which uh, he's he's one of my favorite hip hop guys. Uh, he's been around been around for quite a while. Feels like I mean, nice. late late nineties yeah, yeah. probably. Um, he is on, I think, his own record label. Str- really, Strange Famous Records. Yeah. Um, okay, I wasn't sure if he was on Rhyme Sayers or not. No, it seems like he'd be a good. It fit. always seems like okay. he should be. Yeah, but he's he's very different. He's He's more of a storyteller mm. kind of. Um, he's less. Mm, I don't know. He's less Rhymesayers hip hop. More. I don't know. He's he's hard to pin down. I, how familiar are you with Sage Francis? I like him. Um, I mean, I I learned to like him from that song "Best of Times." Oh Best yeah, times. that's that was um, that was another one I was thinking about playing for you tonight. Yeah. But, but this this fits perfectly with our conversation. This one. And I ran into him at a bagel shop once. Oh, that's right. That yeah. One. Yeah. In Missoula, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot I about that. I want to be part of his entourage. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. His entourage of uh, stocky, built, bald men. Yeah, when I grow up, that's what I want to do. All right. Well, I'll keep I that in mind. I just need to gain about a foot in height and I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. this one... Uh, anyway. This one that I uh, that we're listening to is called Make Em Purr. Um and it's it's no secret that Sage Francis is a big fan of his cats. 
he's always talking about his cats <laughs> and like his Instagram mm-hmm. is all cat videos and stuff of nice. his, um, which, so I immediately, of course, identify with him. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. The song, however, is, <laughs> it's interesting. It's like, it sounds, it's in a minor key. It sounds kind of sad. The music video is definitely, definitely not uplifting. Yeah, it's kind of black and white and bleary. Yeah. Or sepia tones, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it goes to some important places for me anyway. Um, I mean, it, of course, explores his connection to his pets, um, <laughs> which I know is kind of silly to to work <laughs> with in a hip-hop song, but I, I absolutely identify with this, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's, it's, like it's the, real shit, you know? He's questioning everything about, you know, what he's doing with his life by himself, and he talks about how it's hard to cook for just himself and how he ends up eating all this bad shit because it's just easy and he doesn't he's not motivated to take care of himself but most of the time it's just like any other time avoid personal interaction and human touch shut the blinds it's been a while since i left the spatula pad i need to go to the market soon because the food is going bad the food is bad i found it's difficult to just cook for one with healthy recipes well depending on what book they're from if you want to eat healthy Got to dirty some dishes. The frozen dinner's quickly ready to serve, and it's so delicious. It's not delicious, it's disgusting, but it satiates the hunger with a quickness. And hey, at least it's something. At least it's something. At most, it's nothing. The fuck's wrong with me? I don't know. I'm just adjusting. It's been a month since I left this cabin. The doctor was worried about a fever and other difficulties I've been having. She called me on Christmas. That was my gift. She was worried I might die. I said I might die. No shit. And then this he finds this stray cat and cat comes into his life and he's all, he's kind of starting to turn things around and then the cat has some medical problems and has to take him to the vet and he starts talking about how much he how much this cat has started to mean to him you know spent more cash on my cat than i did myself when he stopped eating i took him to the vet so they could check his health they put a feeding tube into his neck i said please let this work because if it doesn't i got nothing left i didn't say that but they saw that cat had my tongue i didn't speak at all they told me to call back but it wasn't weird i did nothing but stand right there but to fix this money's no object type stare it's been a year since i stepped into anyone else's private quarters i've been busy self-diagnosing disorders first world problems yeah usa number one top of the world i'm in a toxin nothing bad happens to the cat cat's still alive you can see pictures of this cat on instagram um thank goodness okay but it just it it tells a it tells a good story about how you know how connected you get to these things when you're by yourself (laughs) when you Mm. you know you form connections with with other things aside from from human beings um yeah and and it's just cool i like the whole the, the whole closing of the song is about he talks about how his 20s were what does he say yeah my 20s were a roar oh my yeah 30s were a blur my 40s i'm not so sure but i'm gonna make him purr my 20s were a roar yep yeah so that, I, I just it's kind of cool i i like i like his whole attitude shift at the end um it's still kind of yeah. a still kind of a depressed tone to it because he's these last two decades have kind of escaped him um and he's not sure what he's going to do with his next but all he knows is that he's going to make him purr which i i think i mean 
there's really no better way to put it. Like that, that, yeah. that's that's definitely uh, kind of what you want to do with with a decade of your life is is look back on it and feel like it was just kind of good all around. Yeah, I just love the wordplay there. Like, yeah, make them purr. Like that's like a nice sports car. You just make it purr. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, and it plugs back that's into good. his his whole relationship with his cat. And yeah, it's it's cool. Um, man, this is a bleak song up until the end, man. Yeah. The doctor calling him on Christmas, and that was his Christmas gift. And mm-hmm. doctor said he might die, and he said, I might die. No shit. No shit. I love that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I might die. Well, yeah. no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, that's a bleak song, though. It is, but I... It's real though. Yeah, like, exactly. It's honest rap, like, and that's what Sage Francis is good for. I mean, he's he never beats around the bush. <laughs> yeah, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, and same with Best of Times. That's get that's gonna be one of the realest songs. <laughs> oh man, that's it's a good song. So I I don't know if it's, I'm sure it doesn't apply to everybody the same way that it applies to me or you, but yeah, yeah. For for but for us and a lot of people that I grew up with, it speaks the absolute truth as far as like what what our childhood was like yeah and what yeah and what it is to to deal with emotions and stuff like that mm-hmm. in, in the modern era yeah it's uh yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. it, it, ca- it comes right at the time because it's not talking about technology or what it is to be a millennial it's just like again very human experiences but it is localized to kind of a specific couple decades yeah yeah exactly um it it seems like a lot of this a lot of these important things that happen are concentrated in like 25 years of space yeah yeah which makes a lot of sense yeah it does (laughs) yeah hmm i didn't know he was close to 40 yeah, he's. I mean, he's got to be. Um, especially, the song came out in two thousand fourteen, I think. So, well, oh I yeah, guess not so that he's long. there by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I have a. What? Go ahead. Oh, I have a cat this week. Oh yeah, years. you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, her name is Short Round. Short um, Round. <laughs> yeah, she's she's technically the dog's cat, not Dan and Courtney's. Um, okay. because it's, it's, you know, the dog takes care of her and looks out for her and stuff. But Dan and Courtney got a dog when, uh, when I lived with them in Brooklyn uh-huh. and they named the dog Indiana and its middle name is Joan. So it's Indiana Joan. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and so when Indiana Joan went out for a walk and got a little sidekick following her home, uh, it just seemed appropriate. Like, um, you know, Dr. Indiana Jones had his little Asian sidekick named Short Round that followed him around and was just a general nuisance, and but also very helpful. Mm-hmm. So when the cat came around and was best buddies with the dog and would follow it everywhere, it became Short Round. So, oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones and Short Round, and they have their little adventures, and they have an Instagram account and stuff. Um, <laughs> but they're separated for the first, well, no, Indy's gone on vacation before for like a week or so, mm. but... Uh, short rounds shorty's about to spend like three weeks away from her owners and from her sister the dog indy um so uh that's gonna be weird for her Mm -hmm. right now i think she just thinks this is kind of like a little temporary thing and it is yeah (laughs) like three weeks is gonna set in pretty quickly yeah 
when she doesn't have a dog to entertain her all day. But <laughs> it's cool. I mean, she went from like a very not not small. I mean, it was a very livable apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah, smaller than Montana stuff, but yeah, you know, it wasn't wasn't a matchbox. Um, yeah, but now she's in like a whole big house with an upstairs downstairs all sorts of places to wander and stuff she's got stairs to navigate yeah yeah and she spent so much excuse me so much time just napping in my bay window with my plants oh yeah that's i mean that's man that's cat heaven right there man yeah she's no lie spent eight hours in that window today (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome i'm just gonna have to sweep out like three areas yeah yeah that'll be it yeah so <laughs> anyway it's nice i can kind of relate to the sage francis song even a little bit more because it's like huh when i leave my house like after i remember i'm like i'm kind of leaving like a creature there that yeah. i care about yeah and um which kind of makes it sad to leave but it also makes it great to come home too exactly and, yeah uh, yeah cats yeah. are cats are funny they're kind of like a the appreciation for cats is kind of a slow burn Whereas dogs, it's yeah. like you're immediately they immediately love you, and you immediately yep. notice yep. their presence, and you immediately notice what they do for you. Whereas yeah. cats, they like show up in your life, and you're like, oh, this thing's kind of cool. I don't know. It doesn't really pay attention to me, and it yep. kind of does its yep. own thing. And then that first time that you're like that you notice that the cat is gone, or that the cat is not doing what it usually does, or something like that and you realize mm-hmm. that you miss that that's where yeah. the value of cats is like oh man i really like having that thing around you know yeah it's really nice to just kind of have that thing coming over every half hour or so and being like hey pay attention to me yeah like okay <laughs> yeah it's kind of nice though this cat's a cuddler um very oh great sweet cat uh i have no idea where it is right now um <laughs> it was sleeping in the studio last when we were recording yesterday but they're they are really good about finding places that you never knew you had to, yeah, to hide yeah. and disappear into. <laughs> I'm kind of worried about that. Like, I mean, she'll come out eventually if she. They yep. always come out, right? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. And if not, they you can they have a very specific distressed meow that oh, you'll no. be able to hear. It's very yeah. deep okay. and and weird sounding. Yeah, it's it's unsettling. Oh, Ugh. I don't want that. Huh. Yeah, this makes for great radio, so I'm just going to pour that right next to the mic. Oh, you're pouring liquid. Well, mm-hmm. that's better than what I thought. So. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, I'm kind of close to my bathroom, but not that close. <laughs> yeah, you you might be headphones distance. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, yeah, I haven't tried it out yet. I feel like I could almost do it because this thing is like 12 feet long, this headphones cord. Yeah. I'm excited to see your new place. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty killer, man. I am really going to try to have this room kind of treated up a little bit by the time anyone else is here so I can so I can yeah. record in here. Yeah, dude, with somebody else. Um that'd be cool. That'd be way cool. Dan just got a four-channel interface and a couple microphones. Wow. <laughs> he has yeah, like he has the same level of gear that I have now. Dang. So, Everybody's upgrading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Time for me Dan to get on the bandwagon. A, yeah. Well, Dan found a workaround to get them for um, on someone else's dime. Oh, I nice. That. Yeah. Uh, so he got, like, the nice four-channel one. Like, he pretty much texted me one day, and he's like, hey, if you 
you know, if you could spend up to $500 on gear, like, what would you get? And I'm just like, oh, this is a fun hypothetical. So I sent him a bunch of stuff. And then, yeah, sure enough, he shows up yesterday and he just has all of that stuff. And I'm just like, jeez, like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he can do four-channel recording. Um, he's just missing the, the boom arms for his microphones. Huh. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him. So cool. Secret Weapon Studios just kind of expanding. You yeah. Know? That's We're going to really have cool. a, yeah, two studios in Montana and you'll be close to one of them. Yeah. So. Well, and you'll um, have your own. So I mean, yeah, there'll be three studios in Montana. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Eventually, yeah. um, you uh, should you should just we just need to like create an Amazon wish list for everybody that's just like all the same gear, and so I, really I can just idea. log into Amazon and just like hit buy all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, we could even direct our listeners to it so they know what we're yeah what we're doing here. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, people don't share that a whole lot about, like, what kind of stuff they're using. And no. I think more and more people are starting podcasts these days, so it's this kind of information is sought after, but not yeah, necessarily yeah. not necessarily uh, provided all the time. Yeah. And and sometimes when people do provide it, you're looking at, you know, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh. I mean, no, we're, can... <laughs> we're working, we're working on like, so I'm, I'm working on like a couple hundred dollars a month of, of yeah. cash that I can spend on whatever I want. Yeah. Including food. And that, so, that goes for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, to put Which it into perspective, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stuff we're looking at being able to afford. So hopefully we'll yeah, totally. be able to get something put together. And I'm pretty much tapped out my my fun budget on between encaustics and like encaustic paints and studio upgrades and stuff yeah like, i'm just i'm just waiting for my christmas bonus at this point yeah <laughs> like, yeah and then your tax return yeah. yep yep that's that's the poor life. some people some people live paycheck to paycheck i live i mostly yeah. live from tax return to tax return <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Well, like, I see all those ads, you know, right around tax return time, and they're like, hey, buy this new TV. And I'm like, ah, oh, who's going and blowing yeah, the tax Yeah, God damn. I'm, I'm blowing it on debt. <laughs> and then I'm sitting in my recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, who's wasting money on that stuff? Oh, yeah. uh, man. <laughs> um, I got I got a song. You have another song? Well, I do. Well, while we're on the, the hip-hop kind of channel here, yeah, I think you'll that. really like this. Um, I, okay. I mostly pulled it out of the, all the, out of the depths for you. Um, Aww, cause thanks, I man. think you'll really dig. Do you know Greaves? Have you ever listened to Greaves? Yeah. Yeah. We've talked, we've talked Greaves. Okay. Um, we, uh, they're pretty responsive with our tweets, right? Yeah, he is. Um, or he is. Yeah. He probably runs his own account. Come to think of I'm it. Ge- I'm guessing so. Um, this is a song off of his new, his upcoming album. Um, and he's changed his sound a lot. Uh, this this song has caught a lot of flack because it sounds Jeez. like traditional like popular rap music, but I think he does what, really like, well like at mumble it. Mumble rap or gangster rap or what do you mean? No, like uh, like trap, kind of. Oh, gotcha. Like lots of hi hats and and like minimal and oh, this bass is killer. Right? Though. It's I think his sound is built for this. Yeah, yeah. Just, it just gets better. Um, the the song is called RX, um, and it's it's okay. uh, of his upcoming album Running Wilds, and I think that's due out August fifteenth or something like that. 
I can feel it in my chest, feel like everybody's watching. I don't think that I can stop it. They put me on the pills, it just make me feel lethargic. I don't take them anymore. Medicated with the vodka, put it in my car. Sedated, dedicated to the ghost. Blur vision, I'm surrounded by the smoke. I ain't breathing right, I feel like I could choke. It's hard to climb around it when you're running out of rope. In the pool the city lights Trying to get a hold of myself With a bit of help from the bottom It's been a tricky flight Feeling like a key to it all is out in the thunderstorm dangling from a little kite Every drop of blood in my body Is turning into a tidal wave of the killer kind Don't forget to breathe out though 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 This is good. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I was skeptical at first, too, because I had heard about it. and But he does so well with this sound. And I think that, I mean, the yeah. chorus of the song really kind of, like, fully fleshes out the sound. Um, and that apparently the fish that he's carrying around in the music video is uh-huh. is a nod to Idea. Oh, um, okay. I'm not sure how or why, but that was just somebody explained why he's doing that <laughs> uh let's play a game of let's play a game of how did they do that um <laughs> how is that fishbowl illuminated ah the age-old question yeah of is there light under there's it's no kind of a really cool source. effect though it's yeah, like it's I love but that. you never see the actual bottom of the fishbowl like by itself Oh, so I bet there's like a little not, not in the dark shots at least. No, nope. during the during the more daylight shots where it doesn't need to be illuminated, you can see the bottom of it. But you're right, during the dark shots, it's never. I bet there's just like a little LED light on it or something. Yeah, like it's just it's just taped under it and it matches whatever jacket or jeans he's wearing. Yeah, so you don't even really see it. Yeah, it's probably that. Um, mm. it's funny. I I bet they recorded this music video just just like had him walk around downtown with a fishbowl and just got people's reactions. Cause that's yeah. totally what it looks like. <laughs> uh, so if you were to take out the cuts of uh, the, the medium shots of him actually rapping mm-hmm. and you just took all the cuts where it's him walking around with the fishbowl, could this be a stumble line music video? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. There's, there's no, it has a lot of the bokeh effects that like, blurred <laughs> out colors and lights and everything. And the, kind of melancholy walking through town with the fishbowl shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, the slow-mo clips of where they get people reacting to him carrying a fish around. They're really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are really curious about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it takes a lot to get people in a city to turn around. <laughs> yeah. They got it. A goldfish is, is a good way to do it. Anyway, always good to hear from rhyme sayers. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, they have a constant stream. I, I mean, I don't know if anything can 
anything's going to outshine Brother Ollie this year, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I that mean, album that is a masterpiece. A stupid good album. I, yeah, I it's a I don't know. It's hard hip hop albums when they come out. It's hard for me to. There's not a whole lot of them that come out. Very few, in fact, that I don't have like two or three songs on it that I don't like and that I skip all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. Not the case with his at all. I like hmm. every single song on there. Um, so I'm just, it's just, I don't know. Huh. It was just an amazing feat and it came out at just the right time, I think. So, yeah. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, apparently I've hmm. been in a hip hop mood this week. I don't know. Yeah, apparently. I'm trying to think. Um, I haven't been listening to this whole summer. Um, usually the sun comes out and it gets above 80 degrees, and I'm bumping all the newest rap. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of good rap albums come out in the summer, and I'm just like all over that listening to rap constantly. This has been the first year where that is just not the case hmm. at all. Um, I'm listening to a lot more like what I traditionally consider fall or winter music where it's kind of more mellow down tempo. Yeah. Um, I guess the summer music I've been listening to is that super poppy stuff like that. Yeah. Otter pop, Sean Wasabi shit. Uh, yeah. And like Kiro Kiro and like punk rock, a lot of punk rock. Uh-huh. Um, but usually like usually rap is like top of the list in the summer and it just hasn't been. And I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because I don't have big speakers in this yeah. house yet. Don't have the proper uh, because speakers. that does kind of change the listening experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, <laughs> speaking of catchy. Um, uh-huh. Oh Jesus! I can't believe I'm about to talk to you about <laughs> oh? this. But um, <laughs> okay, okay. I was walking around my house today, um, <laughs> and uh, I was like just starting to clean clean stuff up a little bit and kind of starting to do, you know, just kind of get in the zone of, of doing your Sunday stuff. Yeah. And I started, so oftentimes when I'm, instead of humming stuff to myself or singing or anything like that, I'll, I'll um, meow at my cats in the, in the <laughs> tune of a song. Yep. Uh-huh. And I started doing that and as as I do and um yeah I realized that the tune that I was meowing to my cats in meows so you just say meow a bunch of times um uh-huh was otter pop really and I stopped you mean it I stopped as soon as I realized what i was doing and i was <laughs> i'm sure i verbally said something about how you need to burn on hell but oh that makes me so happy <laughs> that is great that is that is good it was news, right? uh it was terrible it was it was one of the worst moments of the last wow. few months of my life man experience the power of of that otter puppet earworm that is ridiculous. Yep. That is that makes me so happy. And the, the like, to, I was meowing it to boot, which makes it even <laughs> worse. That's so. Uh, uh, I don't know any Japanese words used to make fun of you. Oh yeah, something. They're, I don't think the Japanese would ever make fun of anybody that was having a cat moment. You know. 
Yeah. That's just but, part of... But that is an especially, like, Japanese moment. Yeah, that is. Uh, check your Skype robot, by the way. I got it, yeah. Okay. Um, I am really... I'm, I'm excited about... I like this song a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah. Have you heard it before? Yes, I love this song. Okay. I, yeah. I've always wondered who it is. Oh, really? I, okay. I've never really looked it up, but... So, uh, but I'll, <laughs> I'll let you have it. <laughs> yeah. So, the song that we're talking about, um, which we're both... I'm assuming entranced by the music video. Yeah. It's uh, a <laughs> it's it's called Gold by uh, Chet Faker. Another soul to be my warning. Of anything there that's made of gold. A physical kiss is nothing without it. I first heard this name around the same time that all those dubstep guys were coming out with names like that were that were also direct ripoffs of famous people names. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, man, I honestly can't think of other ones because they're just so stupid. I purged them from my mind. <laughs> but uh, Chet Faker, I thought for the longest time was like a bro step guy, and it's riffing off of the name Chet uh, Baker. Uh-huh. You know who Chet Baker is? I know the name. Yeah, he's a he was a white jazz musician that died from a heroin That's right. overdose. As as any um, good mu- he, jazz musician does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was he was a crooner. Uh he he was best known for his rendition of My Funny Valentine. which is um, just a very strange jazz song. It's very much in a minor key. Um, it's it's not, it's kind of sad sounding for, yeah. a, for a love song, but he was known for just crooning and being real smooth and then kind of gradually losing his teeth and, and dying of an yeah, overdose. Well, uh, it only makes sense. But man, he could play that trumpet so <laughs> Oh, smooth. yeah. I might actually look up a Chet Baker song and yeah. throw it in. Um, um yeah, I'll just throw in a little this, bit of Funny Valentine just so you guys get to hear it. But we're not talking about him. This music video anyway, huh? is incredible. Why yeah. Why has no one thought of this before? Um, it's so I've cool. Seen one version of this Ow. similar oh, about like, six years ago where it was like a, a young girl skating down a long hill okay. for the whole music video. But it was nothing like this. <laughs> like this, this is... is three incredibly talented athletes. Yeah. Like, these ladies just skating down a hill for the whole video, but it's, are these rollerblades? No, roller, roller skates, skates, right? Yeah. 
yeah it just looks like they're gliding yeah they there's no effort whatsoever yeah and you know they're they just look weightless yeah it's really really something it almost looks um yeah it almost doesn't look real <laughs> yeah it's but, so man, cool very good they're they're dancing and it's both like an incredible display of athleticism but it's also very sexy oh yeah incredibly <laughs> and, and yeah uh i think so i'm i'm not one to cat call i'm not one to you know just like randomly like hit on women like i just i don't assume that women want to know my opinions about them yeah uh, at least strangers yeah um i'll definitely tell my girlfriends you know if i think they look cute or whatever but that's kind of, you know, it's kind of understood. Yeah. But just like a stranger or someone I just met, at, you know, I, I'm not one to do that. But the the time I was absolutely the most tempted to do this that I've ever been is when I was in Missoula um, and I was driving over Orange Street Bridge, I think. I was on the way to the food farm from the house that we lived at. Mm-hmm. And there's this girl rollerblading, like actual blades. And she was rollerblading kind of like how these women are rollerblading where she just like every part of her was engaged her thighs her hips she was like swaying as she was doing this and it just looked so fluid and i had the hardest time not just like rolling to my window and be like get it girl like, <laughs> damn that's like, how that's how clark hodges a cat calls people get it yeah get it <laughs> yeah it was it was seriously like i i was rubbernecking so hard and then i'm just like okay control yourself this is just someone rollerblading trying to live her day out leave her alone mm-hmm. <laughs> but like gee it's just and it's kind of like watching this music video where you're watching you're just like holy cow like this is these people are fit yeah um yeah this is like it's one of those things that is it's so much more athletic than it looks yeah yeah so anyway uh this song uh this is as close to hip-hop as i've been this week it's uh, so cool it's just yeah this song is so mellow holy shit what uh babish is at 10,500 a month holy shit yeah if you can't if you can't go full-time with that you're living in way too expensive of a city yeah that's 120,000 a year before taxes holy Holy shit man that is nuts wow good for him you know what he's very good at what he does and he is consistent and he is timely good for him you yeah know? that's I'm, I'm very crazy jealous, but man that's cool yeah good for him wow hmm all right back man, to this music great. video i'm uh watching it for the third time right now <laughs> what do you think of the music it's the like kind of like we talked about in our last episode if this is the direction that pop music is taking, I'm excited mm. about it because it's all this, it's minimal, yep, you know, yep. electronically influenced. Um, it's, it's more soulful than anything that's come out, you know, it really it's, is. Yeah. We're, we're entering kind of a more soul based. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's hard to tell. It's, it's too early to tell yet. If yeah. this is truly a direction for pop or if it's just a couple of, musicians but well it's definitely something i mean if you heard it playing on the radio it would sound kind of in place with some of the hits out mm-hmm. man my my computer speaker my fans are going nuts <laughs> but like this kind of fits with like the marion hill sound yeah um 
man. Yes. It, it, this again, this song would also play well in a wine bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it's kind of hard to sing along with. It's yeah. just not really, it's one of those songs you groove to not sing along with, yeah. which kind of ruins its pop, um, capabilities but this could uh, this could definitely end up on our 2017 remake of uh our songs for shagging (laughs) yep this is definitely definitely a good song for that (laughs) uh good stuff uh boy so yeah i've been i've been jamming to that all week could we okay so so one thing kind of that that's taken me over this week and i know it goes back to um, <clears throat> last week's episode, but you just kind of casually threw in a sorority noise song. Uh, towards the end, right? Uh, what? Or was that two weeks ago? Sorority noise. Yeah, I thought you threw in the track "No Halo" by Sorority Noise as like a bonus blast track or something. No. Am I going crazy? I I don't know what that song is. <laughs> Okay. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, got were it. you were you pretty drunk? Got um, it. No, I I just okay. could not recall. Yeah. The name of the band. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That was uh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, it must have been must have been two weeks at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's been sticking with me. Yeah. Uh, because that, uh, because when you put it to me, that was like a blind listen. So I was just listening. How does it sound? You know, what's it like? Uh-huh. And I. And I enjoyed the sound. It's a good punk rock sound. I think I probably compared it to Gaslight Anthem. Yeah, it certainly belongs stuff. in that, yeah. Yeah, but I went back and I discovered it independently. I, too, had kind of forgotten that you had brought it up, but it came up on my recommended feed or something like that, because mm-hmm. I, I guess because I'd listened to it before. But it was one of those things where I looked and it said I had listened to it, and I'm like, have I? Um, <laughs> have I, though? YouTube, do you yeah. know what you're talking about? Yeah. So I went and I, I read some of the YouTube comments and they're talking about like, oh man, this is such a good, interesting take on depression and suicide. And I'm just like, whoa, hold up. So I actually like stopped and listened to the lyrics and looked them up and it's a sad song, dude. Like it's very much a song about losing a friend to suicide and yeah. thinking and, and having that, uh, what is it? Survivor's guilt. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, even just the chorus, like, I didn't show up to your funeral, but I showed up to your house and I didn't move a muscle. I was quiet as a mouse and I swore I saw you in there, but I was looking at myself. Mm. Yeah. That's uh what a song. Yeah. I just thought it was just kind of a, a, a good punk song, but man, I'm really glad I, I took more listens and died. Yeah. Well, it. it's see that yeah. that's kind of what the feeling I got from it when I first mm-hmm. listened to it the first couple times. And now that I'm re-listening to it right now, we might as well just throw it into this episode as well, just as, yeah, as a nice as a nice revisit. Sure. But so the, um, the song is called uh, "No Halo" by Sorority Noise.
it really captures the same kind of same kind of overall feel as uh, Gaslight Anthems. Um, what's what's the one? <laughs> what's the one that you showed the me? One, the uh, very the first time. Sound. Yeah. No. The uh, one about his yeah, friend. Yeah, Fifty Nine Sound, where it talks about how his friend died in a car yeah, crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man, it, that song gets same me kind of time. same kind of power for me anyway. Yeah, it same chills up my spine. Even talking about talking about it now chills up my spine. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what this song No Halo does for me now too. Yeah, it's got yeah. that same kind of. I mean, I know, I know, we've made a, a trope out of the word raw but it's it it is it totally is yeah. and that's but yeah. that's the thing about this kind of almost emo influence punk is that yeah yeah is that it that's the sound it's going for yeah totally but it's it's just raw and i've looked up his acoustic performances of the song and they are just as powerful oh, like cool. the song the song is not leaning on on power chords and, and catchiness it it leans on um, honesty and vulnerability, which is whew, good stuff. So I'm going to try and put a, a bit of a through line uh, for this sorority noise um, song to a song that I've been listening to um, a lot lately, and I've I've linked it to you before. <laughs> oh, you have kind of yeah once. Um, it's a it's a metal song by this band that I just found on YouTube randomly. I have no idea how, but it's a band called The Anchor, and the song is called um, West Archer. Yeah, it's very Whoa. much a screaming metal song. Yeah. Did I not was not expecting this. <laughs> I man, I thought you'd listen to this, yeah. This girl does not look like she can sing like this. No. Yeah. It turns out that the the frontman is a is a, a woman and she screams very well. Her vox is great. It's very clean. Um she can modulate the pitch really well. Uh it's good vox and this this song actually has some clean vocals during the chorus but um i usually don't listen to this type of music yeah uh, but but this caught me i don't know it's it's surprisingly clean to listen to it's not assaulting my ears quite as much because yeah. you can hear each individual instrument and guitar and stuff like that and the vocals aren't just like ramming themselves in my ears yeah but there's kind of a dedication at the front of this video um where there's like kind of this beautiful music playing the the intro um and it says in your life you shared and taught me what is most important at 302 west archer uh, waiting for it to change to the next one <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So Whoa. I forever hear you in every note that I play. And Billings license plate in the music video. That's it. That is exactly it. Yep. I think I maybe I linked you to a screenshot of that. I don't I know. I thought you, I sent it to you. I think yeah, you, Billings license plate. Huh. Sitting on the piano. Wherever they're recording that music video, somebody lived in Billings, Montana, our hometown. Wow. Because there's a license plate sitting right there. Um Yeah. And and that's kind of what I'm just like, you are you've gotta be kidding me. Uh I I tweeted at them and they never got back to me. I'm like, hey, I saw a Billings license plate at, you know, timestamp. Yeah. Y'all from Billings. Um didn't hear back from Lindsay. Uh but as far as I can tell, um this song is about Lindsay's mother committing suicide. Um suffering from depression and eventually succumbing to depression as far as i can tell it's never explicit but it's certainly uh implied um yeah. but it's talking about how her mom just had this indomitable spirit and and told Lindsay, you can be whatever you want to be you know like mm-hmm. made her into a, a blank page filled with possibilities and made her feel so loved and so empowered and the whole time she was hiding a sickness and and shoving it under and shoving it under well, and shoving it under. that's pretty pretty typical depression isn't it yeah it totally is um and and that's definitely one way that when my depression manifests i, I tend to um when i'm at my lowest one thing that i tend to do is reach out and try to help someone else with their problems because yeah. it just kind of makes me feel like you know if i can help somebody with their problems it makes my problems feel i don't know less significant less impossible I don't know what it is but I found that like you know it's like I'll just kind of be desperate to help someone else Um, yeah and it kind of seems like her mom was the same way but you know she hid everything away and um the song is essentially like a a thank you (laughs) like because of you I'm alive because of you that you know I have I can be anything and it's really for a metal song with a lot of yelling Mm -hmm. um it what a touching kind of heartbreaking message you know it's a thank you happy song thank you i'm happy i'm doing what i love but also like you're gone now yeah (laughs) so you know i know you're proud of me but you're also not here to be proud of me but i know you're up there somewhere proud of me or you know you're wherever you are you're proud of me um it's weird it's a weird song it's a a strange mix of theme and delivery yeah and and the fact that it's just like a female screamer foxer and in a metal song it's just everything is just kind of like what what is happening right yeah now? and then you throw in your hometown's license plate and you're just like what is yeah what that is- that is that is strange <laughs> yeah very strange you just kind of feel like you're going crazy yeah um, i this anyway, is definitely a- more hardcore to me than anything else oh yeah i guess maybe it is more hardcore than metal there's, I, there's I, no there's just no double bass. I was waiting for the double bass oh. <laughs> drum to kick in. Well, sorry guys. Sorry, oh, it's right. no, it's for, okay. I'm for not it. labeling metal correctly. <laughs> That's why when I was still in the intro and you said metal song, I was like, nah. This hmm. when it was still just yeah. like the piano in the beginning. Oh, I was like, yeah. no, this isn't yeah. gonna sound like metal. And then all of a sudden, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is metal. Yeah. Hmm. I guess hardcore is a good description too. It's, is hardcore a subset of metal, or is or is hardcore completely separate? Do you know? I I don't know. They're both subsets of rock. Yeah. Um, but I don't I, know. Maybe I listeners be can clear to... that up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let us know. Travis, probably. <laughs> yeah. Travis is good for that. Uh-huh. He knows this music. And, uh, 
huh? Huh? That's just it's just cool. It's a it's a nice mix of stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. But the uh, the song I want to show you real quick because uh, I think it's one of the most accessible metal songs out there huh, is okay. uh, is called Not Alone, um, and it just it has everything. His he's got such a great voice for for all of this, um, and it's got yeah. you know the, your standard metal instrumentation and drumming and all that. He's got more of like, a shriekier vox, but it actually kind of works. Yeah, but then the like him singing in the chorus is great too. It's he's oh got very, yeah, his cleans are great. Yeah, um, and this whole album is like this, and it's just it, the whole album's very empowering. It's all it's kind of like you know uh, re- rejecting rejecting being categorized and 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 simplified and people dictating what you can and can't do and all that um hmm. it's it's and for for the time that it came out it was very uh it was it was, it was the right time <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. It, it was still it was still kind of the message that was that we were living in anyway when this when this came out um yeah huh. but it just had i mean it's even got like pretty heavy little guitar riffs and solos and stuff and just like it is it is metal to a t um yeah huh and i just think it's accessible and it's nice and it, it, this whole album just it flows together really well and i i like the the content of every song and um yeah it's it's incredible um yeah this is good um anytime like a metal band has a uh, a drummer that knows when to back off. Yeah, uh, it says a lot about a band. Yeah, because <laughs> they, like, they actually know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, like there's some beautiful guitar solos right around like the two minute mark. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And like they just get really, you know, they have a really good time with it. Man, the drummer is just matching it so well. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes in with the double bass and just goes nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, they've kind of gone downhill since since oh. this album. But oh, really? And it's, it? their new stuff is is like total bro rock, which is so oh, sad. Oh, yeah. went that round, huh? Yeah. I thought maybe the drugs got them or something. No, no, they're just pretty run of the mill right now. They went the Avenged Sevenfold route. Huh? Yep, they did. Um, That's too which, bad. Just to get that thought out of her head, I'm gonna out of our head. I'm gonna give you. Another metal song that I've been listening to. Um, this Just one. Pile them up. Why not? Uh, <laughs> like we only need a small sample of this. I okay. I love these guys. They are so incredibly heavy. Um, this is, uh, the name of the band is Godflesh. Yep. And uh, is this, this impact font. Yeah. This this <laughs> impact. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> the song is called "Shut Me Down," uh, and this is kind of the direction I've been going with metal lately. Just. Good lord. Okay. Right, 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 right. 
kind of impressively heavy. That, the base, their basis does some really impressive things. Huh. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe not technically, but but I just think he carries their bassist carries most of their songs on this album and their drummer who's also incredible. But I just, I think these guys have some incredibly talented musicians that play for them. Um, I mean, their, their drummer is (laughs) it's, so this is very simple metal. It's, it's very repetitive. Mm. Yeah. In fact, they, they used to kind of be in the industrial category. They were, Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah. They were a contemporary of, of skinny puppy and ministry and nine inch nails and all that. Um, but they recently came back after 10 or 12 years of not producing anything. Okay. Um, and this was their this was their album that they came back with but nice <laughs> anyway uh i think it's super cool i like i like the really heavy stuff um hmm. it's it's just fun to listen to uh, yeah <laughs> but i also have to i mean i'm i'm kind of forcing those two in there because i realize i know that my time with metal on this podcast is very limited so <laughs> well you got the god flesh in mm-hmm. sound, sound and, well, i mean what how awesome is that name for a metal band, right? Yeah, that's really like, good. <laughs> it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I did want to, I, I wanted to, so there's a lot of new music coming out in the next couple months, a lot of new albums coming out that I'm mm. particularly mm-hmm. excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to share my last one with you uh, because I think you'll really enjoy I think you'll really enjoy it. All right. I yeah, did. Yeah. I, I, I've been listening to a lot this week. Um, <laughs> Sure, send it. Anyway, by I'm just excited about lots of things. So yeah, that's you've been on an editing kick too. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering when that's going to come to a screeching halt. Oh <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. Don't click on that one. Uh, I think don't Bart. click on this Mogwai song. No, nope. <laughs> damn it! So much Mogwai. Um, there no. we go. That's the one I'm talking about. Got to throw your Mogwai in there. Well. Where? Where is my Where is my cat? Where is the cat? It's, I, just, I keep saying my cat. It's not my cat. <laughs> where is the cat? Anyway, sorry. What What about Magua? Um. Well, their their new album's coming out. Um. In August, September. That's this month. First oh. of September. Yeah. That's next month. Great. Yep. Um. And this one's This one's called Party in the Dark. Uh. And it's This would belong on any like any indie rock radio station. Absolutely. Holy shit. Yeah, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah, right? just i really like this it's just i mean it's simple um yeah yeah but it's it's very effective uh it's just cool alt rock Um, yeah this is not the mogwai that i'm used to you sending me yeah yeah that's well i figured that's why you'd appreciate it (laughs) yeah these visuals Um, though (laughs) i know it's super weird the music video is very strange 
Oh, should we say like the name of it and stuff? Did we already do that? Yeah, I did. Okay, Mogwai Party in the Dark, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, huh. This yeah. looks like a damn Bjork video. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think they're British, so oh, yeah. they get a pass. <laughs> huh. Anybody from Europe gets a pass on being weird. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some stuff going on over there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the United States where everything's just cool and peaceful and chill, right? Yeah. Yeah, everything's great. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> except for except for that one guy. <laughs> he, he can eat a bag of dicks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, we are, uh, that is so tangential. This last – we were doing great. <laughs> we were doing great, and then the last 15 minutes happened, and – I went downhill. I went from rap to Chet Faker to metal to, boy, it's been a journey, man. Um, It has. Thanks for taking it with me. Yeah. Um, I'll catch you next week. Sounds great. See ya. Not religious, but I said something bigger than me. Only problem is it's hard to understand it like broken English. So I paint my own canvas with a stroke of genius. Something told me my destiny manifests the best in me, stand a test of time. So I took a leap of faith, something like a steeple chase, and climb back in the saddle, trying to keep the pace. They say it's they say a nine four nine, a two four two. If it changes, I say it is what it is. I'm letting it go, go, go. What you see is what you get. I am what I am, and I feel like it's what it's gonna take. Yo, I know it sounds crazy, crazy to think it could change, but just maybe, maybe you're blinking a stranger right before your own.